Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes app put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Keep up on comics and movies Two phone ring, I answer hoodies I can't talk, call back if you please Listening to Blackcast You don't know what you are missing Damn fine show hosted by Christian He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing Listening to Blackcast Click subscribe on this podcast You won't be the first, but don't you be last Listen while you pumping your gas Listening to Blackcast on this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Blackcast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listening to Blackcast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Blackcast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listening to Blackcast. My point is, listen to this show Don't need me to tell you it's dope Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgow Listen in the Black Cast Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever Oh, it's not Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right It's that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business, but I'm here to say, have a nice day, and listen to the damn show. Welcome to the Black Cast. Very excited now, because for those of you who are watching the video version on our YouTube channel, you see already that uh, I am joined by two guests. Both of them are here to not only rock and roll all night, but also party every day. Uh, making a triumphant return to the Black Cast, uh, Jason Lee Beckwith, who is the Catman in Kissed Alive. Good to see you again, Jason. And I have all of my whiskers today. That's great. I know it's uh, it's going to be glorious tough. Glorious Corona beard. It's going to be tough to uh, to get the the uh, the face makeup over it, but uh, you know if you put enough of it on, it'll be all right. Ah. It's like. It's like how in the old uh, the old Batman series, uh, Cesar Romero would never shave his mustache, so they would just put the Joker makeup uh, on top of it. So if you get enough of the makeup, it'll be fine. Uh, and uh, also joining us is Vinny from Kissed Alive, who you well, you've both been in things that I filmed for it uh, when uh, God, it was two years ago now at the oh. comic convention out in Ontario that we filmed some stuff. And, That's uh, lies. I we believe that was fun. Comic Revolution. Yes, Comic Revolution. That was the name of yeah, it. And, that was uh, great. I know. I was thinking, I was like, oh, that was last year. And I'm like, nope, that was two yeah, years ago. A couple ago. years ago. Yeah. But uh, so uh, there's, look, I, I can talk, I can talk Kiss by myself. Uh, mm -hmm. I try to only do it about once a year because, you know, you try to try to mix up what you talk about and it's not everybody's thing. But uh, sure. I wanted to you try to only talk to yourself once a year or talk to yourself about kiss once a year. No, no, no. I, I usually try to drag uh -huh. other people into it. Is the, oh, okay. The point. Yeah. But I try I'm to, to talk to myself all the time. I'm fine with it. <laughs> He's a great guy. I hang out with him all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't always agree with me, which is funny, but whatever. It's well, you know, me is the guy that I'd like to really get some social distance from, but, uh, I just won't. Ah. Hey. So, there's a, uh, a, a very exciting thing happening on Friday night, uh, which is right. May 22nd. 
at yes. 7 30 p.m pacific and that's 10 30 p.m eastern and if you really want to do all your time differences that's 11 30 for people in newfoundland but you know let's just let's just stick with rocks. <laughs> Kiss will rock the planet uh so right. you guys are doing a, another show on facebook live and uh it was, right. when did you do the last one i, I you know look corona March. time is different than real time you know the it doesn't time does not flow in a linear manner anymore we're all time it was well, march march 4th something like that yeah, right jason the uh, first night of the stay at home order in california state yeah, yeah. uh is the very first night uh we had already scheduled and we we're going to do it anyway uh right. but then it kind of became more urgent i think and uh honestly the response kind of blew us away yeah it was the first yeah. night of the stay at home order uh, fortunately, one of the guys has a studio at his house, and we uh, outfitted right. it just a live style, and uh, we held court for about 90 minutes on Facebook Live, uh -huh. and we got over 20,000 views on that video, and right. uh, it was spread out over four continents. We had uh, people from South Africa. What's up? What's up, guys What's down up? there? Uh, I got some very good family friends down there. Uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, what else? We I, uh, Rock and roll Bolivia and Peru right. and Brazil. 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 Mexico. Uh, there was Italy. Uh, it was pretty crazy. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, reading through the comments is like taking a quick trip around the globe. Uh, right. I was very surprised, and it was very cool. Uh, so, you know, obviously that got our attention. That was, you know more viewed than anything else that we had ever done up to this point. Right, Benny? That's right. It was even Canada, eh? Oh, hey, go out <laughs> and about to see Kissed Alive. No, you stay home and see Kissed Alive, eh? Oh, in your jammies. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun, Christian, obviously. And, you know, literally, I mean, that's a drop in the bucket when you, you know, you compare things to uh, what some people do or what goes viral or whatever. But, you know, for a little tribute band, it was uh, it was pretty cool. You know, seeing people from Italy chime in and what we were doing. Uh, you know, knowing that people down in Bolivia were watching what we were doing. You know, I, you know, it was really cool, man. And uh, so, uh, obviously, the thought very quickly turned to, well, how do we do this again? You know, yeah, and sure. how do we do it and it makes sense. But mm -hmm. I think very quickly we also all felt that uh, it's not just going to be the same thing. So we have to bring something more to the table, you know, where right. last time it was kind of a, can we do it? You know, mm -hmm. and we did. It. So this time, uh, you know, we were supposed to play camp land on the Bay in mission Bay. We've played there right. a couple of years or a couple times a year for the last several years. Now they're, they're like family. It's almost like our hometown uh, team, you know? Uh, and uh, matter of fact, it's where I had a heart attack on stage one night, but I don't want to digress. Uh, those guys were we were supposed to play there and uh, obviously that's not going to happen that wouldn't be safe even if it was allowed it wouldn't be safe and sure yeah you know i don't want to put anybody at risk i don't want to put myself at risk you know why would it's so we thought well that's a good date to do the second one when we got the official uh red light uh we decided all right that should be the net the night for the next one and so uh we thought well how can we shave things up well, first of all, we got to add in new songs. So we're going that night. We're going to perform, I believe, at least three songs that we've never performed live before, uh, or at least not with this lineup, or not in a long time. I think there's one of them that uh, Vinny, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's one of them 
uh, I believe the second song in the third set is going to be uh, a song that we tried once before with our early lineup. I haven't seen the set. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, uh, it's, you know, kings and queens, and it references one of them anyways, right? So, uh, okay, I understand. Yeah, I think we've yeah. done that okay. before, but I don't think anyone really that's watching what we're doing right now has ever seen us do some of these songs. So, uh, right. uh, and it takes its trip around the band. There's uh, a new one on deck for everybody, uh, just about, or three out of four anyways. So, that's the first thing. We're going to have new, some new uh, material thrown into the set list. Um, All right. And then uh, we're going to shake up the format. Okay. We're going to do three 30-minute sets and then some at least 30 minutes. I, mm -hmm. I've seen the set lists, and uh, they're going to be stretching that 30 minutes. But uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to do three sets, and set two is going to be an unplugged acoustic set. Well, that's very cool because uh, I'm a I'm a big fan. You are of, the first to hear that, Christian. Uh, well, there you go. And uh, we're breaking the news here. If I had any kind of sound effects, I'd hit them, but I I don't. I'm, I mean, if, if you can see me, I'm I'm in this back room in my garage with. Uh, and you got files behind you. He's got the files, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to go down on your permanent record, and it's going to be stored on the Bladcast files. The, the files are actually comic books, uh, and uh, I grabbed this one out specifically to show off to you guys. <laughs> the uh, the rock and roll comics. This is from like about thirty years ago, I think. Uh, nice. This is the the Kiss one. There's some others, but. Uh, yeah, so that, that you know, this is like the one quiet place in my house where if my kids are awake, I can get down here. And if they're sleeping, I love that I'm comic book, man. Uh, we used to do for several years in a row. We have a good friend who owns a comic book store, and now uh, mm -hmm. he he doesn't have a storefront anymore, but he does like uh, comic book shows and comic cons and things like that. And he always has a booth there, so he travels basically. He's a road. Sure, the family does it. And they they're they're it's like a traveling band. It's pretty rad. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, called Superheroes in Training. Yeah. Superheroes in Training. And then you put the, the four letters together. Yeah, you put those letters together. Right? together and, yeah. It's just yeah. a hey show. <laughs> but uh, no, and his name is Mike Marty. And uh, it's Superheroes in Training. Find them at your next Comic Con. Yeah. Once, they supported once, us a lot in our early days. Absolutely. We used to play in their parking lot. Yeah, once conventions uh, start happening again, uh, then you can... Hey, you uh, know what, though? I know that they have an online thing going on, too. I'm yeah. sure of it. So somebody's well, just got to find their Facebook or their .com, yeah. do some Googling, and, and uh, check it out. Or at least go say hi to Mike Marte, M-A-R-T-E. Yeah. He's a rad dude. They've got a... Yep. They're, they're big KISS supporters. I think the last time... Oh. He and his wife. I, can I tell you this story? The last time we did uh, a parking lot gig, for Mr. Mike at Superheroes and Training Comic Book Store. Uh, Gene Simmons was doing a call-in on speakerphone. And uh, you remember that, Vinny? I do remember, yes. yes. And so uh, we were, you know, hanging out, playing, I think, a, a few sets, uh, and hanging out in the parking lot. And we were eating and, and having fun and hanging out with kids and stuff and taking photos. And then there was time for the phone call, so the band, uh, the store, the staff, uh, the owner, Mike, and then uh, we all went down to the back room. And they put it on speakerphone. It was originally, I think, Gene was going to come by. And then I think it was, 
you know, he, well, he's not going to come by, but he'll, he'll call. So he ended up calling, he called in and we, uh, we were on the phone with him for what, about uh, 15, 10, 15 minutes, I think. Yeah. He was actually pretty cool uh, and talked to us for a while. And I was, I was, I was half expecting, you know, uh, okay, uh, hey, Gene, we got these guys here and they're in a tribute band. Hey, say hi, guys. And when we said hi, I was, I was half expecting, gentlemen, where's my check? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna hear the cash register sound. And, they are uh, very. And yeah, I'm not exactly. saying anything. I'm saying they are very business savvy, and sure. I'm, yeah. I'm humbled that uh, we don't make enough money to be on anybody's radar screen. <laughs> I'm just, uh, we're just four guys having fun, spreading uh, kiss love and flying the kiss flag until they can come around, man. I, we should uh, ask them for money. We're we're marketing for them. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, look, there, uh, there's a lot of uh, Kiss tribute bands out there and they're uh, pretty cool about it right up until the point where they do really retire. And then there's only one official Kiss tribute band. Then they're probably not going to be so cool about it, but right Lighten now, up the brand. Yeah. Uh, but right now there's a, a postscript on that story. Okay. On the way home and we took our, you know, we've got a lighted kiss sign. It's not lit right now, but, we we have a, a with uh, 241 light bulbs. Uh, I know because there was a time where we used to have to take the light bulbs in and out before every show. That was a drag. Wow. Uh, but uh, I I digress. Anyways, uh, on the way home from that you know show, and it was a great day and everything. And you know we're going low profile. It's literally like 15 minutes from where I live. So I took the sign and I. Uh, zip tied it to the roof rack of my what was I driving then? Uh, taxi cab yellow Nissan Xterra. That's what it was, yeah. Nissan zip tied it to the roof rack and headed out on Highway 78. Right, and as I'm driving, I hear pop. Yeah, pop. I thought it was backfired or somebody was yeah. shooting at me. What it was, was one by one, you know, there was a little air coming under the front of the side. I thought it would be okay because there's holes in it, you know? Sure. Didn't have the bulbs in it, so there's a lot of air holes, I thought. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. <laughs> right. So one by one, the zip ties pop off, and then it just lifts up off my car, and away it goes. Oh. And uh, it <laughs> fell face down. <laughs> <laughs> on the third lane of the 78 freeway in San Marcos, California. Wow. Right. This is not where the story ends. I played human frogger master level. I got out of my car on the shoulder and I went out in the third lane of that freeway and I got my sign back. I did. Right. Now it's got pock marks. All you can't see it, but there's pock marks all over the surface of it from uh, the cert the gravel on the freeway and cars running yeah. over it. Right. It's <laughs> but got I got my sign back. It's customized. It's got Children, custom. Don't do this at home. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect that story to end with the sign behind you being the uh, the sign from that story. I just expected yes, it is. That's that the sign. <laughs> it keeps on keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. That sign is with us. It's got battle scars. It's tested. It's road hard. I uh, I had the opportunity to uh, to meet Gene uh, last fall. He was doing an interview, uh, a TV interview with my boss Dennis Miller. I do a podcast with him, uh, uh, but he also does big Dennis Miller fan. I've been a fan of his since Saturday Night Live. Man, that guy's one of a kind, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I, 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 comedy I, is that he doesn't dumb it down for people. Yeah, 
I've been a much bigger fan of his ever since he started paying me, but I liked him before that yeah. too. But, uh, and so he oh, I'd be a great fan. If you- <laughs> he interviewed Gene and uh, afterwards I asked Gene to take a picture and it was, you know, I don't do that a lot, but I make, I make exceptions for members of KISS. Uh, even if any Vincent had been there, I would have asked for a picture, but I asked Gene and it was so funny. Cause he just, you know, so we just, we stand there, you know, it's awkward to just stand there with a grown man and take another picture. So he just, he just says, don't grab my ass. And, uh, you know, so of course I'm laughing in the picture and it was perfect. Dude, I can relate. <laughs> I swear I can relate. <laughs> so, uh, but that's, that's very cool that he we called do in. Now, yeah. We always have to spend like at least a half hour, 45 minutes. And it's not, you know, any labor at all. You know, it's something we love to do, but obviously because of the makeup and the nature of our show, not because of who we are, but because of our makeup and stuff, they, um, we, we, they, people like to take photos with us and stuff. You've sure. seen how it is. And so obviously we want to hang out and give them that experience because that's who we are as fans. If we go to a Kiss show, I'd be stoked if one of those guys would take my photo. And so, you know, if you're going to see a band, you know, I get it, you know, and, uh, and so we want to respect that. So we hang out and do that. But, you know, invariably, at, I'd say every third or fourth show, you know, somebody's taking the photo and they reach down and try and grab a handful if you're, uh, you're behind. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's limited to any gender specifically. You sure. know? <laughs> Everybody apparently wants to show the love. So, you know, I can totally relate to Gene just getting it out. You know what? Let's just get this out right in the open. Hey, don't grab my ass, Christian. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think that's really what it was, was that he didn't want me yeah. doing it. It depends on who's taking the yeah. picture as to whether or not he's... Well, okay. you know, there's that. I mean, if my wife is standing next to me, go sure. ahead and grab my ass. That's fine, <laughs> you know? But if it's Gus from the factory, dude, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Gus from the uh, so the uh, So the, the last show that you guys did, yeah, you were talking about uh, 20,000 people or so watched it. Uh, yeah. I, I shared it in a few places, a few uh, KISS forums and things. And oh, uh, you know, there were a lot of people who kind of jumped in. I appreciate in and, that. And dur- oh, sure. Happy Thank to do it. So and during much, the live Christian. chat, I'm going to do it right, again. Do one. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I mentioned, you know, and I just, you know, while the show was going on, I asked, you know, who is, because there's a, there's a very popular KISS podcast called Three Sides of the Coin, and I put it on. Oh, yeah, I watched, I I checked that out a lot. Yeah, and I asked, like, you know, how many people uh, saw the post, and a whole bunch of them were like, oh, yeah, that's, that's why I'm here, because they knew about it. So I was like, all right, so I was able to help. And I also tried to encourage people, because the day after, you're able to tip the band, and, uh, you know, you know, look, it wasn't here's a tip don't play in traffic (laughs) there's that too but uh the you know my my donation split four ways wasn't really going to be that much but the idea was if enough people do it you know because you guys perform for free hey man you know what we're lucky to just be able to do it honestly the things that some of us have been through personally and 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 just to be able to play to you know i was just watching before i came on here once in a great while i you know, you, if you're an athlete, you watch game footage and uh, fine-tune things going forward. So every now and then, I'll, I'm sure, Vinny, it's the same thing for you. I'll, I'll watch some of our YouTube footage, and I'll go, okay, that was good. That worked. But uh, that I think I'll do different. And I was yeah. watching the show. I think we were playing with our good friends in the band Maiden USA. They're an Iron Maiden okay. tribute, and they're phenomenal. Uh, a guy named Chris Kelly sings for them. Yeah. Uh, I think Nikki Taylor is the drummer or used to be. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and they're just an awesome band. And we, it was the, yeah. where was it? It was the new House of Blues in Anaheim. Yeah. yeah, I was at that show. Yes. 
and uh, I was watching some footage from that, and man, that was a great crowd that night. That place was packed full, and it was awesome. And I'm just watching it, and you know, it's it's a lot of fun. We're lucky, you know. I mean, it's sure. it, we're lucky to be able to do this, so we just don't take it for granted, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think that uh, the opportunity to you know get up and and look, being in in a, a tribute band of of any kind is fun. I I just feel like you know getting to be part of a Kiss tribute band, there's this, these added layers of spectacle and things, and you know you get to do Watch the makeup, on. and then if you don't do the makeup, then people are like, yeah, all right, so it. it's a so it's an '80s Kiss. Well, you know band. what? Hey, unless you're Chris Jericho, then you know what? Well. If you've seen Chris Jericho in person, you'd know that he's not a small man. And if he no. wants to do a Kiss show in no makeup, I'm not going to tell him no. You can tell him no. I'm not going to tell him no. Well, and he, and he started doing this thing. I think he's calling it quarantine or something. He yes. just, literally I just started doing it. I love it. Dude, I hope he comes in, watches what we're yeah. doing, man. I put an open invite out. Chris, come and sit in. Dude, <laughs> I don't care how. We'll figure it out. We'll zoom yeah. it in. We'll... We'll yeah. Skype it in. You come to my house, reach out personally. Chris, come to the studio and join us, man. We're in California. So are you, whatever, dude. I love what that guy's doing. He's large. I'm not going to tell him, though. Yeah, well, specifically, you know, what he's doing is is like obscure 80s Kiss songs, like the, the uh, No, 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 I think is the one that's out there right you now. You just do one with Bruce? Yeah, and, and Bruce, I think, played a little on it, too. So I'm a Bruce huge Kulik. Bruce Kulik fan. Yeah, well, Bruce Kulik was, you know, I mean, the first time I, the, so Kiss was the second concert I ever went to in 1990. Yeah. So I saw Bruce Kulik uh, at that show. Animalize Live is the first time I ever saw Kiss. The, was the, uh, the tour that he wasn't supposed to be playing. Right. The, yeah, the, the show, the, that was the tour that uh, Mark St. John did like one and a half shows. And then you know yeah. they realized his condition; he wasn't going to be able to tour. Right. And yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah, and I always, I always thought Bruce was great, and he does a lot of cool stuff on Facebook too. A lot of like playing riffs and kind of talking about his time mm-hmm. in Kiss. And you know, it's like he's been out of Kiss for uh, twenty, kind of twenty-five years now. He's actually been out. You know, uh, and he's got his, he's got it's his. Nice game. though. He's kind of like circling back around. You know. Yeah. He, he's, He's still, I think, uh, the guitar player in Grand Funk Railroad. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what he, yeah, that's what he does. But I get he still does stuff. He'll do shows like on the Kiss Cruise and stuff like that. Conventions and stuff, dude. Yeah. I love that stuff he did with his brother. Man, that sounded yeah. great. Yeah. So, uh, and I think that you know, there's a lot of there's so much fun Kiss music that the actual Kiss doesn't play these days. So right. I know that when you guys uh, did your last show, there were a lot of people that uh, myself and one of my regular co-hosts, uh, Will Sterling, very excited that you guys did the song Almost Human, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't think I've ever seen Kiss, even in a bootleg, I don't think I've ever seen them do it live. So that was cool. I can tell you one time. Okay. Uh, on, I believe, last year or the year before on the Kiss Cruise, they did it finally, and there is uh, footage. So if you Google it up, Kiss uh, Almost Human live, you'll see that footage. And actually, it sounded really good with, with Eric Singer playing it on the drums, man, and and uh, it was, it, you know, uh, it was very cool to hear them play it, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing about the Kiss Cruise, too. And, uh, you know, it's uh, never been in my price range to go on the Kiss first. Cruise. But uh, the, uh, you know, they'll do stuff like, you know, obviously a, a, any your normal Kiss show always ends with Rock and Roll All Night. But then yeah. I think two Kiss and Cruises ago, after Rock and Roll All Night, 
then they played uh, the song I from Music from the Elder as like, you know, just to have everybody lose their mind because you're not going to do that if you're playing at Staples Center or, or Peco Park or something like that. But right. if you're playing for people who like Kiss so much that they're spending, I don't know what it is, 10 grand to go on the Kiss cruise, whatever it is, then you can, you can end the show with, a, with a, just a real rare- that would it cost? I'm guessing. I actually don't know what it costs to go. I just, I just know it's not worth looking up what it costs because. Have you uh, been on one of those? No, no, no. My, my, my wife would kill me if I even uh, tried to go. You know, it's just more like sea legs to go on a creek. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's other vacations that you can spend that kind of money on. I think. Uh, I, in all seriousness, one time, Kiss Alive should play the Kiss Cruise, honestly. And when they bring it back next year. I'm saying here and now that Kissed Alive would like to play on that boat on that cruise. I believe it's going to be the 10th cruise. They had to put yeah. it off this year. So I think they should bring Kissed Alive out. One time we should play it. If we're going to play a cruise ship, that should be the one time. Yeah. And I mean, coronavirus look, free though. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, look, I think that that was why they had to. I got you know, my antibodies in December when my whole family got a quick dose of the flu. Well, there you go. And, you know, look, there's, uh, yeah, cruise ships are not going to be very popular for a little while. I think that sure. they can hope that that would be like next October, November. I'll tell you what, they can sanitize the cruise ship. Okay, hear me out. Vinny, I think you're yep. going to like this. Okay. okay. Uh, they'll, they'll, uh, uh, they'll sanitize the ship down, and you got a bare bones crew, right? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. we'll play to an empty ship, and then yeah. people at home can get in their bathtub their jacuzzi or their uh -huh. pool and watch it on their phones. What do you think? <laughs> Just like they're on the ship. Right. I get it. it. And it'll only cost them a grand a piece. What such a deal. Yeah. What a well, that's a steal. <laughs> we'll turn the camera around every now and then to show them that we're really in the ocean. Yeah. We're really there. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, speaking of, of uh, you know, the coronavirus uh, curtailing performances, you mentioned that you guys are supposed to be uh, performing at Campland, and that's kind of why you have this night coming up on Friday, which is May 22nd. Right. Right. Uh, so, obviously, at some point, you know, you get the feeling that uh, concerts will be able to happen again. But yeah. when... I got to say something about this Friday night, sure. Christian. Um, Go ahead. When we first started talking about it, right from the get-go, um, we had dialogue with Campland themselves. And honestly, I really got to give a shout out to everybody out there at Campland. You know, yeah. we've had a relationship that spans years. And when, we, when they came to me and said that, you know, we're not going to be able to have this show, I said, well, then what can we do about it? You know, um, so very quickly, we both decided that the show must go on. And so they got involved as a sponsor of this show. I really yeah. do got to give a shout out to those guys uh, and encourage everybody like when we're allowed to go camping again, or if you're in Southern California and you're going to choose somewhere to camp or to park your trailer for a while or whatever, you got to go to Campland, Campland on the Bay. Uh, what is it? Uh, Campland.com. Real yeah. easy to remember. Uh, yeah. They got an online store, support them. And I'm telling, it's not me trying to sell a beer. Okay, Kristen, this is what it really is. Okay. Right now, Honestly, I mean, when 20,000 people from four different continents are watching, you know, some small ass little tribute band from Southern California, you know what I mean? And it's making them happy that far across the globe, you know what I mean? 
people really need this now more than ever. Honestly, I'm, I feel very strongly about this that, you know, when things go crazy and sideways and nothing makes sense right now and nothing is the same and who knows if it'll ever be the same, people need to attach some kind of normalcy. They got to grab something, some kind of, you know, anchor in the wind, you know what I mean? And uh, in the hurricane and, and I'm not trying to elevate us to any, like we're helping humanity or whatever, but honestly, if what we're doing over here at uh, the home studio, you know, it's, it's necessary. And if we're able to, why not? You know, if I wasn't playing it, I would be seeking somebody else out that was playing and I would be listening to it. You know, I'm, I'm listening to the other bands that are doing it and stuff. So, I mean, I think it's really important. And I'm not saying what well, we are important. I'm just saying that I feel it's urgent and necessary. So right. when somebody wants to support that and lend a hand in making it possible for us to do that, you know, I really appreciate that. And and so I don't I, I don't want people to get the wrong idea that we're like gonna start wearing beer jerseys on the back or you know, like uh, Rocky Two or whatever or Rocky One where he started putting the butcher shop on the robe or whatever. It ain't like that, okay? I just appreciate the fact that Campland is helping us put this show on. You know, yeah. if yeah. I, I want, I want those people to stay home. I want them to be safe and healthy, so we can all rock out again together in person. And if right. we can do something to help that along, and to give them a reason to stay home and help it not be so bad, so be it. Let's do it. You know, so we got to suit up and make up, and get down in the studio. That's a pretty good problem to have, you know? Yeah, Vinny, what do you like, think? What I like to say is uh, since they won't come to us, we'll come to them. <laughs> Amen, brother. Preach it. <laughs> yeah. And look, you know, to the, the point you were making, Jason, you know, the fact was, uh, I, I, I forget the exact day it was, but it, when I, that night that you guys did it, it was a very welcome distraction for me in particular. I was just like, this well, is great. Me too. So Honestly. I, yeah, and I, I was glad to see it. And, you know, I, the fact that you're doing it again, I'm like, great. It's, uh, yeah. I, I was hoping that we'd get another one and uh, obviously really looking forward to it. And I think it'll be fun to see. Now, obviously, uh, Vinny, let me get your thoughts on this. At some okay. point, there'll be the time to, uh, you know, when shows start getting booked again. Now, one of these yeah. ideas that's floated is, and it's happened a little bit, is having bands perform at drive-ins, drive-in movie theater. Now, I went with my family to, uh, there's a drive-in out in Pomona, and I took uh, my wife and kids. We went. It was great. We didn't get out of the car. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, that, that, so how would you feel about, you know, look, I think a, a, a Kiss tribute band would be more entertaining than some to see at a drive-thru, drive-in, drive-thru right. drive <laughs> would be weird, drive-in. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what, but what do you, do you think that there'd be uh, limitations to it or would you be willing to give it a try if, uh, if, if you guys got booked to play at a drive-in? Well, uh, in my opinion, I think, uh, we got two shows going on right now. We've got a live show that people can see us live, take pictures with us and, you know, touch us, that kind of stuff. And, and then we've got the virtual show. We've got the web show, uh, that we should broadcast at the same time. I mean, to me doing the two shows at once is, is reaching, you know, a bigger audience. Um, obviously people in Mexico, Brazil, or, you know, the other countries, they can't come to the drive-in. So the drive-in is really for the home crowd. 
that want to see us, but the web show is really for the rest of the world. I agree, Benny. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I agree. And, and, you know, in the words of David Lee Roth, it doesn't have to be either or. It could be in addition to. So, you know, yeah. uh, you do the uh, you do the drive-in <laughs> show, you know, where we're up on stage and it's got the whole lights and everything. And, you know, I have a feeling that they would, I mean, what? how do they show applause? Do they honk their horns? What are, or do they smack well, the cars? What do they do? So I thought yeah. about this. You know how, yeah. you know, obviously people used to hold up the, the cigarette lighters and then it turned into holding up your cell phone. Well, huh. we can we can flash our lights if uh, if we like the song, you know. It's like it, like I like it, it. Like when you come out to do Beth, I'd then we're all like flash to have our lights. Like, they reach out their hands and smack the sides of their cars. Like uh, <laughs> there's this uh, concert venue in San Diego, downtown in uh, in the Bay. Uh, what is it? Shelter Island, I think, uh, along the waterfront. It's called Humphreys by the Bay, and it's a really nice amphitheater type of a setting. And then there's uh -huh. some booths up at the top in the back. And then along the sides of the stage, the, the stage is literally on the edge of the water. So uh, on the sides of the stage, the water kind of comes around a little bit. And mm -hmm. from a bit of a distance, you can see the stage. So they have what they call the boat people, people that are living in Mission Bay. Uh, they have their small little, you know, canoe raft boats or whatever, right? Oh, that's and right. Uh, they will take that off the main boat paddle over to the side of the state, the ones that live there and have births in there, you know, they'll yeah. paddle over to the side stage and literally you should Google it up. It's called uh, the boat people of Humphreys and they, they, they pack in like sardines, man. It's like <laughs> totally packed in like sardines. And, uh, and when they want to applaud, they smack their oars on the water. It's, it's awesome. Obviously, that's not going to ever happen probably for years, but, man, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, it yeah. seems really cool. And, look, that's sort of the point I wanted to make with the idea of the drive-in show. You know, look, a lot of people, when it was first floated, they'd be like, nah, I can't go to a show like no, that. But then when, the it, heartbeat. when it gets into the yeah. point of, well, there are no other shows, would you like to maybe try it and see if you like it? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, Dude, look. I miss drive-in theater. You know, I, uh, I, you know, the studio that we're at is part of this uh, bed and breakfast I run down at Bonsell and stuff. But before I was 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 you know looking at this concept, we actually were like, well, one of the things that we would like to have, you know, uh, if we had, I'm on the side of a hill, so it's really obviously not practical where I'm at. But if we had gotten a piece of property that had flat land uh, and had enough acreage, what we were talking about doing was maybe having a private drive-in theater. You know, you have those big inflatable rentable uh, sure. screens, right? And then yeah. you could get the little broadcast unit that puts it out to 88.8 .8 on your FM dial. And then everybody yeah. just tunes in on their car radio. Dude, that would be perfect, dude. We would play a drive-in concert in a heartbeat, dude. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, yep. and I, I look. I th I think it could be uh, it could be and fun. Broadcast it out to the world via Facebook yeah. Live at the same time. I think that's yep. a great idea. Yeah. Well, see I now now all you need is a is a drive in to, to book it at, and uh, you know I mean there's a, all there's... you need is a big flat piece of land that they can park on. Man, we need Max Yasger from upstate New York. Yeah. You know we need the next Max Yasger. I'm calling on somebody right now. If you have a couple of acres of flat land. Go to facebook.com slash kissedalive or kissedalive at gmail.com 
and say, I want to have that show here. And we'll rent yeah. a screen, we'll put it up on your property, and we'll have a live drive-in rock and roll concert with you. Yeah, you and go. look, I mean, to the to the point that, you know, you can kind of do whatever you want. I mean, I've been to a bunch of these uh, here in Los Angeles. That was pretty blatant, wasn't it? Hey, look, that's what we're here for, you know. It's uh, <laughs> uh, always be closing, as they say in Glengarry. Shameless Glenn, uh, plugging. ABC. Yeah, the uh, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Los Angeles, they'll show I've movies in the summer. Yeah, and, you know, just on the, on the really? wall of a mausoleum. So all you need is a big wall. No. Wait, I bet you people are dying to get in there. Ha! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> be here all week, folks. Tip your I, waitress and try the veal. I wanted to... Uh, no, for, wait a second. I want to dial that back for a second. Are you yeah. saying that at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, they show movies on the side of the mausoleum yes. and the public can go and attend? Yeah, I mean, and you you pay for it, and uh, they sell out, and sometimes I mean, clearly they're probably not doing that right now, but no, 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 no. But you know, it's I would do that. That's rad. It's it's yeah. fun. I mean, I've seen some cool stuff there. I saw Close Encounters there uh, one year on Halloween. They showed the original Halloween. Uh, they did. Oh, wow. They did uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and uh, Paul Rubens was there. Ah, talking. Exactly. Uh, so you can do, look. You just need to to think a little bit uh, outside the box for where you can outside do this the box. Yeah, yeah. So I, way outside. I think that uh, I, I think that uh, the the long term future concerts performances will look kind of the way we remember. But short term, I think it's going to need to require some more. Dude, we just got to get creative, and it's. Yeah. I yeah. love that, dude. I love to see. Honestly, all right. This is really kind of the operating theory behind Kissed Alive too. You know, we relish in doing things that other tribute bands wouldn't do. We do a mm -hmm. lot of conventions. We'll get our own booth at conventions, man. Not a lot of bands are doing that and certainly not a lot of tribute bands are doing that, you know? But mm -hmm. we do things like that and man, it pays off because of the connections you make with people that right. might not go out to a club show because it's crazy with all the gnarliness that goes on at an actual concert. Right. But to go to a, you know, they feel safer going to a convention and just hanging with you like kind of one-on-one, -on -one, things like that. It's not so intimidating, you know? So, I mean, we do things like that. The Rock and Roll Marathon in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah. we've done that probably seven years in a row. And when we played it, I think it was two years ago, it was the first major big outdoor event since they had that massacre out there at the Route 91 Shooting. Festival. We didn't take that lightly, you know? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I just, it's a privilege, man. It's still intense too, three years later. I mean, it's, there's a lot of security there. It's, they're uptight. They need some rock and roll. That was fun. That was fun. That was, uh, you remember having to tape the cars, man? Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. When we were uh, playing the Rock and Roll Marathon in Las Vegas, uh, they didn't – that year, the one that was right after the, uh, the what happened and the tragedy, man, and that's, you know, obviously all due respect to anybody that lost or suffered in any kind of way for that. I can't imagine even yeah, – I, I, I have a friend who uh, I used to work with, uh, used to be a regular on this very podcast. He works in uh, country radio. He was there, and he okay. talked to a lot about it. And, uh, you know, I, I can't I can imagine. only imagine. Yeah, it's wow. – uh, I'm not even going to try and pretend I know what that's like, man. I no, can only imagine. No, no. And, and my and heart goes I, out to them. Fully. Yeah, and I hope, uh, you know, I hope most of us never know what that's like. But, uh, but just I'll tell to, you, when we were out there, it. obviously yeah. 
it, the playing the first major event out there. And on day one, they had a 5K, and it was in a pen, which was on the same grounds as where they had the American version of Rock and Rio. Okay? Oh, yeah. And it was basically a very similar setup. You're in an enclosed field, enclosed by fences, and mm-hmm. surrounded by high rides. Okay? Yeah. So, I mean, Vinny, I'm sure you remember, we actually had the conversation of, all right, what do we do if? Right. Okay? Yeah, I don't even what do we do? We... What do we do? Yeah. If... So we decided yeah. we're on a metal stage. We're just going to duck under the stage. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it was, uh, but when we were parking and our stage on day two in the main marathon, they run it, they closed the mar- they closed the Las Vegas strip and they run the marathon down the strip. Right. And so uh, in the last several years, uh, we've been fortunate enough to have our stage move from the sidewalk to right in the middle of the Las Vegas Strip, literally like right on the meridian, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the last couple of years, it's like on our left was Treasure Island and our right was the Palazzo. And here we are looking down towards downtown. It's, it's pretty amazing with 40,000 mm-hmm. runners going on both sides of us and people like dressed up in Elvis costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when we load in our stuff, we'll take our cars or our, like in my case, I have, like the sign and all that stuff. So I have a trailer, a gear trailer. We pull up next to the stage. It's all blocked off by then. We pull up next to the stage. We unload our stuff. And then most times we have to go and park all of our stuff. Just no extra cars, just the people that are supposed to be there. And that's that. It's less yeah. for security house, right? Well, this mm-hmm. year, because of what had just happened, uh, you know, security was tight as not – that's an understatement. You know, it, yeah. everybody was on a razor's edge and keyed up. However, there was another part of it that I didn't expect. I knew going into it. We all talked about it beforehand. You'll remember, Vinny. The yeah. phrase was, roll with it. Whatever yeah. happens, whatever they ask of us, if we're going to commit to do this show, we're going to do it on their terms, and we're going to do it how they need. We're not going right. to impose our will, and we're going to just – Hey, yeah. what, however you need it to go down, we're just lucky to help you out and be a part of it. That's all, you know? Right. So whatever we got to do, that's fine. So if we got to go and park our cars, that's fine. You know what I mean? So this year, they said you can leave the main gear trailer and the vehicle towing it, and it turned out to be the Uh-oh. rest of our cars, too. Oh, my phone died. Oh, his he phone went died. sideways. No, you're there. You just went you're sideways, there. buddy. Yeah, that's weird that he just... Just pick it up and turn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but what happened was, is when they, the, 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 the vehicle that was left there, which was my car and the gear trailer, they said, uh, here's some uh, duct tape, some emergency red duct tape, you know, the orange stripe kind? Sure, yeah. I had to put a big X on the top of my car, on the top of my Jeep Patriot, and I had to put a big X on the top of my trailer. And here's why. Because, oh, I'm sure Vinny will catch up with us in a minute. Yeah, no, no, I'll make sure he comes back. So what happened was is those exes, I asked why, because there's a lot of police around, and they were kind of circling around where we were at and stuff, where we first loaded in and parked on day one. And so we got in talking to them, and he says, on the top of most every tower of every hotel high-rise were snipers. Right? Uh, there's snipers all around everywhere. And so – if the goes down and they have to start, okay, where's the bad guy? And we're going to shoot a car if it's moving on the strip because there should be no car moving on the strip. Well, if you have a red X on your car, they know 
don't shoot that vehicle. So I said, yes, I will put the red X on my car. I will put it on the trailer. I'll put it on Vinny if I have to. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it was, and I swear, I have never been, I mean, I get goosebumps every time the hair on the back of my neck goes up. I have never high-fived more people. There was never such a sense of purpose in not necessarily what we were doing, but we were because we rose to the occasion with the people around us. But the runners, man, they were determined not to give in to fear. People were cheering more. They were they were more intentional and purposeful about it. And we literally all came together. When I said the police presence was heavy, that's an understatement. However, they weren't oppressive in the least. Everybody knew give them their space. And in return, they gave us love the way they had to. You know, they kept us safe, but they weren't, you know, there was no like, you know, they were hard, heavy handed about it or anything like that. They were, they were, I mean, everybody there was inspiring, man. I was so, I will remember that day for the rest of my life, man. It was at one point, there was a team of about six or seven, eight, maybe 10 people from across the world. Uh, they were in, they were a marathon team and they would globe trot these marathons and raise money by doing dares that they would receive online in return for a donation to whatever charity they were trying to raise money for. You tracking with me? Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, like when they got to Vegas, they're like, Hey, there's a kiss tribute band there. How much will you guys donate if we can get them to let us sing a song with them? Hey, Vinny's coming back. Cool. So uh, they talked to us on break, and I said, well, you can't come on stage because it's a liability. We're not allowed to. But what they did instead, hey, Vinny, I'm telling them about the the Vegas story with uh, uh, the running team from around the world. So they asked us if they could sing a song with us. We said, sure, I'll tell you what. The stage is right next to the Meridian, and we got permission. And so they all climbed up on the cement, the cement divider in the middle of Las Vegas Boulevard and all stood on it, right? While we were singing, I was made for loving you. But we were on a break when they talked to us. And I, and I said, well, what about if we paint some of your faces? And uh, they said, yeah, yeah. So we went and got the makeup real quick. And one of the team put out an extra, hey, who will pay an extra thousand each if we, you know, paint our faces and we get up there with them? Uh, so they were able to raise a lot of money for whatever it was. And you had probably about six or seven people, uh, maybe more, all in a row on the cement meridian right next to our stage dancing to I Was Made for Loving You in the middle of a closed down Las Vegas Boulevard with all the neon lights around us, 30,000 people running by. And there was this one guy, Vinny, you remember the Viking? Yeah, the Viking guy. Yeah, yeah. So there was this guy. They had all uh, been done with their race, and they came back afterwards to ask us to do that, right? <laughs> so they yeah. all had their medals on. And yeah. there was this one Viking guy, literally. He was, I think he was from Germany. Uh, I think so. And he had a big red beard, okay? And he had uh, a, a Viking helmet on with the horns, right? Yeah. He had no shirt on, and he had put on his jeans by that time, so he had kind of tight jeans. He had no shirt on, and he had that old. You remember the old Charles Atlas like ads and the old school building where they had that V shape to their back, right? This dude had that hardcore V shape to his. He was like cut, but like in an old school classic way. 
had no shirt on, had tattoos from his belt line to his neck, looked like a Viking with the, the red beard and the helmet, and he had a star painted on his face, and he's up on the wall dancing disco to I Was Made For Loving You with Kissed Alive. Man, <laughs> that's remember. surreal. Yeah. Surreal. I could never make that up. Those yes. guys are awesome. It was for the German edition of Runner Magazine. So oh, wow. look that up sometime. Kissed Alive, I Was Made For Loving You. And within about three or four of the clips, you'll probably find that one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, that it sounds great. like obviously a very uh, memorable and crazy event. And I feel like, you know, when you start to, you know, we're uh, alluding to, you know, the, the return of regular concerts, whenever that is, I think that's, you know, it's going to almost be like every night's going to be, everybody's going to be so relieved. To oh, be, yeah. To be out there. I cannot wait for the first time we are able to play to a live crowd again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even when it's, you know, if it is something that's a little bit non-traditional, like we were talking about drive-ins and stuff, bring it uh, on. It's, it's weird to think back. It was like, I don't know. It was about three, three months ago. I think, uh, I, I saw you guys, I talked to you a little bit beforehand, Jason, you guys were in Fullerton at the sidebar and that was, that was, that was a 3 PM gig. So I was convinced that I was going to be able to bring my four-year-old to that. And then he decided he would rather play with his grandparents because they have a sandbox and a pool. And I'm like, all right, I get it. I would rather play in a sandbox and a pool too. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Here's here's what he told me that day. He said, next time. So so the next time he's going to be able to come whenever that is. What's his name? Felix. Felix. Okay, Okay. good. Felix, this is going out to you, Felix. I guarantee you that we're going to play again. And I guarantee you, we're going to try and play the slide bar in Fullerton. So right. next time, Felix, I'm going to make a deal with you. Oh, I want to cool. see you at our show. You and you got to bring a couple of your little friends. Okay? So, Mr. Felix, I want to see you at our next show. I guarantee you we're not going to let you down. We're going to find a way to play for you. So this time, no going off to the pool or playing in the sandbox. You come out and you rock and roll with, uh, with your Uncle Christmas friends. <laughs> that's right and yeah the slide bar would be the gig for for uh, one of you know the younger members of yeah. our audience well i mean it that's... is it's a fun fun place yeah In the afternoon. and, and, and they got really... great food i'll tell you what they make some yeah. damn good chicken wings Heck, yeah and yeah. they they had uh, people packed in there i've been to a few shows there i i've seen uh... were you at the one where it was i think one of our early lineups with our our bass player rocco what's up rocco um I, it was uh after the show, uh, just as we were playing our last probably four or five songs, uh-huh. and who should show up at that bar outside on the patio? None other than the worm himself, Mr. Uh, soon-to-be uh, uh, ambassador uh, to the United Nations for America, Mr. Dennis Rodman. Uh, wow. <laughs> with a guy who looked like his accountant or business manager or something, man, which was a big contrast. You got a guy in business attire. And then you uh, got Dennis Rodman, you know, with yeah, the man. tattoos and the whole thing. Right. And, you know, he was at that bar. It's sort of outside. You know the place. It's sort of outside, but it's sort yeah. of not. And he was smoking his cigar at the bar. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell him not to? I'm not going to tell him not I to. Wouldn't, I wouldn't tell Dennis Rodman not to do anything, you know. No. I mean, and he was feeling he good that day. Let's he was very know. gracious. He hung out afterwards and mm-hmm. was telling stories with us and hung out and had a drink with us and, uh, you know what, man? What's up, Dennis? You know what? I think <laughs> most Dennis's in celebrity world are pretty damn cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there just you go. I'm not just brown nosing Dennis Miller. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things, uh, you know, you referenced earlier, uh, you referenced two things, Jason. One, you talked about how your band does some things that are different. And you also talked about the fact that uh, you had a heart attack. And, you know, obviously we're glad that you uh, seem to be feeling well from that. But I know that when you first started doing shows again, you did something that I was very excited about. Uh, you, I know what you're talking you about. You would take a little break. And you would have somebody come out and uh, you would have them come out in the Fox makeup, Eric. Uh, which uh, I, I, I'd never seen anybody in the Fox makeup. I love, first of all, I loved Eric Carr just in general. I mean, I, I, God bless him. one of you my know, favorite drummers yeah. and uh, Eric Singer's great. Peter Chris was good too, but I the just, the first time I, I ever saw Kiss live in concert, mm-hmm. Eric Carr was on drums and it was a phenomenal concert, man. I was a big fan of that guy. From all accounts, the guy was a sweetheart. Yeah. I never met him, obviously, but I, I the first several concerts, because I saw the 85 concert, I saw the Crazy Nights concert in 88, and probably one more, yeah. uh, and and it was it was awesome, dude. That guy was a force of nature on drums, dude, and I got nothing but respect for him. Yeah, and and I I I love that Fox makeup too, and my uh, my friend Will that I mentioned before. Uh, not last year, but uh, not, I mean, not this year, but uh, last year when we saw Kiss at the Forum in LA, he actually, he painted up the, uh, the Fox makeup just to, yes. you know, just oh. to show it off a little bit. So that was now, fun. Tell him so, I want him to do that on Friday night. He's going to be yeah. watching. So uh, I'll see if okay. I can encourage him. I want him to post a photo. What's his name? Will, Will Sterling. Will Sterling, I'd seen, yeah, I think we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. Will, Will Sterling, I'm talking well, to you. I want to see you, I want to see a photo of you posted in the comments section of you in Eric Carr makeup. Let's give the Fox some love on Friday night. What do you say, man? Come on. He's a yeah. good, uh, he's a good San Diego County boy. He's from Ramona. So, uh, right. yeah. he's yeah. probably Fine good place. to see us at the Ramona main stage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we recently played there, I think it was February, and we did. Uh, it was one of the first times I think I've ever seen a tribute band in general do it, but it was certainly the first for us. We did uh, uh, an evening with uh, Kissed Alive. We we were the only uh, we were the only band that night. We I think we did two sets, Vinny. Yeah, we did and two we, sets. Uh, took and took some photos with everybody in the middle. Cool. Absolutely. That was a good. What do you show? remember about that night, Vinny? It was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. It was uh, yeah, the two sets like that. And that's kind of rare for us because you kind of get the momentum of the crowd, and we had to just get the momentum going, stop, take some photos, take a break, and then fire up the momentum again. I, we did it um, for a second set. I love it, just- it, man. I'll tell you what, when you play places that aren't population centers, mm-hmm. I think they're more hungry for music, you know, because they seem to be more appreciative and more, I mean, I didn't think there was that many people out there that would come to see that show. I honestly thought it would be, um, there would be less people in the crowd, not because they wouldn't like Kiss music, but I just didn't think because it's a rural town that that many people, but man, they pour in, dude, and they come out to see you, dude. It's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it look, as, as somebody who grew up in a rural town, I mean, it was 45 miles northwest of uh, Manhattan, but uh, when, anything would come out close to you. And, and honestly, that show that I saw Kiss in 1990, that was at the county fair. It, it, it's also called Orange County, which is confusing, I know. But uh, in Middletown, uh, New York. And, and I believe uh, I, was, I used to live in Oceanside, California, and I believe there's an Oceanside, New York. 
Yeah, and so I mean, but it's like bands that would play at our, you know, it's like oh, we don't have to go through the the hassle of going into the city and the parking and all this, you know. So when a band would come out, like those were those were always pretty big crowds. So I can see in Ramona people driving from you know all around, you know, just to. I think people can appreciate it, man, because you know, look, it costs gas for people to come see us in a rural area. You know what I mean? Yeah. It costs gas for you to go to a show, and and I'm not saying. And especially if you're going to come out to our little tribute show, man. I mean, we're not Kiss. You know, we're just four fans of Kiss play music. You want to come out and party with us and drive that far? Dude, we are going to give you everything we have, you know? So I think it elevates the energy on both sides of the state. You know what I mean? I think the crowd is way more into it because, dude, if you're going to drive all the way out here to see us, we're going to show you the love in return. And when a crowd gets fired up, dude, man, then we get on autopilot. We can push off into that other zone, man. And, Vinny hits these notes that only dogs can hear, dude. <laughs> well, that, that reminds me of uh, going even even further east than that, Jason. Back to the, I think it was a Speaking Rock Casino we played there years back. El Paso, back. Texas, Speaking El Rock Casino. Texas. Talk about people that in rural, I mean, that's a big city, but it's but the it's same But it's not like Southern people. California where you have everything all the right. time, anytime you want. You can go to the beach and go skiing and go to an amusement park in the same day. You yeah. know, you go down to a southern state or somewhere where it's more, uh, you know, like a little farther back from California. You know, I'm not saying they don't have a lot of rad things. I'm just saying maybe they don't have the overload of too many choices, you know. So, right, they, they like don't. To, you know, so when you get somebody that's going to come out and, and make the effort to come see you, man, woo, El Paso. You guys are some crazy people. Dude, I remember the Uh, first time we we played there, what, four years in a row or three? Yeah, uh, three. Three. We played three years in a row at Speaking Rock, and the first time we played there, uh, we uh, went over the room capacity. We broke the room record by 30 people. We, 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 a little tribute band from Southern California, broke the room record at a casino in El Paso, Texas, man. Yeah. That was awesome. That's, we're blessed. I I think that goes back to sort of what we were talking about before. It's the, you know, being a, a, you know, being a good tribute band of, you know, a popular act is one thing, but it's specifically like when you're Kiss, you really, people can get much more excited about like, yeah, yeah, you know what, I'll I'll go ahead and say it. Like, I, I was thinking about this. The first time I saw you guys was actually five years ago. You played at St. Rock and Hermosa Beach. Oh, yes. You know, plenty to do out there. I think it was a Friday night, but uh, that place was still packed, too, because that was a lot of fun. St. Rock was fun. I remember that. That's a great place. That's closest to my house. I believe we had a good friend of mine filling, well, a good friend of ours, uh, uh, filling in on bass that night because our bass player was out of town or something. uh, Uh And we had a real good friend named uh, Sammy Burke uh, Uh, was uh, filling in on bass that night. And I think that there's like two clips. There's uh, two songs on video with Sammy on there, somewhere out in existence. Um, Dr. Love and something else. I don't remember what it is, but somewhere out there. It's pretty cool, man. The guy did great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think you explained that to me after the fact, because uh, I do remember that he had these binders with like all the lyrics and, you know, like notes and stuff. And I was just like, all right, I guess. guess And he didn't have a costume. So we, uh, we got creative that night on a lot of different fronts. And I'll tell you what, man, it's a credit to uh, 
you know, the team spirit that we have that, uh, you know, we just all dug in and go, you know what, we got you, bro. Let's do this. You want to do it? We'll do it. Let's do it. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think because we don't go out there saying we're going to be perfect. We're going out there and we're going to rock and look what we can do. We're going out there just going, hey, let's party. You guys want to party with us? Let's all party together. Hey, let's play some Kiss music. You want to hear some Kiss? We got you covered, you know? And that's all it is. We just share in the experience. We don't try to elevate ourselves just because we're on stage, you know? And I think that that's where a lot of tribute bands and a lot of bands in general get it wrong, dude. Life is short. And if you're lucky enough to get up on a stage and somebody wants to pay to see you play, dude, enjoy every minute of it and give it 110%. Every, it's, the, it's, it's an oasis of, of energy, man. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And it's, it's not to be taken for granted, you know, on any, any way, shape or form. Well, uh, to that point about it being a, a team effort, you know, what we were talking about before, talk about the idea of, you know, when you did come back, it's like, all right, well, let's, let's have Jason take off a few songs and having somebody come in as the Fox and, and playing, I, I believe he would play, I don't know. I think he, he definitely played songs from creatures of the night. He played Eric Carr songs. That's what I thought was a cool touch too. So uh, talk about that idea and who the, the mysterious Fox was. All right. Well, uh, here's the deal. Uh, you know, um, I believe, Vinny, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe I brought it to the table. Uh, but obviously, there was a lot of things that went into that, and we all had to discuss it because obviously, first and foremost, the guys were concerned for my health, you know, and nobody wants to go on stage and see your buddy die, you know, and I can't imagine being any of the guys that I was playing with that night. It was Vinny, uh, our guitar player, Dave Towns. And uh, our Phil, Phil Varela, Phil, Phil Varela. Uh, you know, I can't imagine being on stage and then being in the back room in the green room and watching your buddy having a heart attack on the floor, man. That's got to yeah. suck, you know. And so, yeah. in a way, I, I, you know, I just it. Uh, so when we, you know, obviously, I don't want to risk my health either. I have a wife who I love, and I have a son who is like the center of the universe in this family, you know, and I don't want them. I don't want my kid growing up without a dad because his dad was a selfish dick and wanted to keep playing when he shouldn't, you know? So mm -hmm. I, I, I talked to my doctor and I made sure that before I ever got back on stage, it, I was, I wanted to make sure I got a green light from my doctor. And yeah. so, you know, this was a way where I could do it and still try to add a few safeguards and be safe about it. You know, I had a buddy of mine, actually there was a couple of friends of mine who, uh, was talking to about it but they were good friends of mine and they knew the band you know and Vinny's known them and they've come to see us play and stuff and mm -hmm. um you know we started talking about it and I figured well that's a good way for me to get a break we had a couple of breaks designed in the show already organically okay you've got uh the guitar solo drummer's not playing in that um and usually when we are able to we do it old school when somebody's like if you know, Vinny's doing something vocally, like when he does the Star Spangled Banner sometimes or whatever, we're not talking during it, you know what I mean? We fade out into the background or like when the guitar solo's going on, we're off stage, you know? So you got the guitar solo, you got, uh, you know, uh, maybe the, the, the fire or no, the blood thing or whatever. There's a couple yeah, of different moments, solo. you know, where I get a break, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then uh, 
Beth is sort of a break because I'm not playing drums and singing at the same time. So it's right. it's less physical, right? Uh, but I wanted a real break. You know, I needed to make sure that I could do this, but I didn't want to go out there and go, hey, guys, for the first six months, let's just play 45-minute show. Dude, I'm not going to do that. Dude, I can't even – I'm not even interested in that, man. I want to play a show, dude. 45 yeah. minutes, I'm still ready to go. I come from the old school where you do bar gigs, you auger in at 9 o'clock in the evening, and you don't come up for air till 1.30, okay? And, <laughs> and you're only taking maybe 10-minute breaks, you know, long enough to go to the bar and re-up on your drinks, and then you get back on stage, you know? So, right. you know, at 45 minutes, I don't want to cheat people. So when, I, when we come out, I want them to be able to get a full show. But right. what can we do to bring something to the table and make it cool for people, but do it in a safe way for me? And so I'm not risking my health and I'm not, you know, spoiling it for my buddies who've got to see their friend die on stage, you know? So I thought, okay, well, what's something that's never been done, you know? Uh, sorry, my hair is flying everywhere. It's ridiculous. <laughs> out here. Uh, I live out in the countryside out here in Bonsall, California, and uh, the air gets a little dry sometimes. Um, so I wanted a break and I thought, well, let's do that. Dude, I would love to see that, man. Uh, as a fan of Kiss, dude, how rad would it have been to see the guys like it? You know, I was really hoping Vinny could have done something with his comeback and maybe gotten into a, a position to where before Kiss went out, maybe you'll see him on stage, man. Or in the, yeah. the, you know, it's a pipe dream. I mean, clearly it's not going to happen. Yeah, Vinny Vincent. You mean Vinny yeah, not, Vincent? Not you, not you, Vinny, but yeah. Vinny Vincent. Right. Vincent, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 No, I want to see Vinny, my Vinny on stage yeah. with Kiss. Yeah. I think it should happen, you know? Yeah, I, 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 think, the high notes. I think your Vinny should start doing meet and greets for $5,000 and see how it goes. Because if uh, right. I think it, my Vinny would agree with you. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm the gene of the, the Gene Simmons of this band, dude. He's the marketing <laughs> magnet machine, you dude. Can, he's awesome. You can... You can sell people a boxed set that uh, you never actually deliver and you just keep their money. So really, you know, nice. great business model from uh, Vincent. So, yeah, look, I, I, thought, the guitar. I, I thought that was great to, uh, to have a, a Fox. In no, there. seriously, honestly, I wanted a, we yeah. wanted to engineer break. So what I think, what I thought was, why don't we bring up, a, a, you know, I, first of all, it had to be somebody that we could trust, you know, because honestly, even in tribute band world, there's a lot of competition. And if you, yeah. if you, if the sharks smell blood, they'll devour you in a heartbeat, honestly. And I know that sounds pompous and like ridiculous coming from a guy who's 50 years old and plays in a freaking tribute band. But what you don't know is it's hard work getting those casino gigs and stuff because those guys are big business. So you have to be on your money. And a lot of people want those gigs. And when you get those kind of gigs, when you're playing three nights in a row on Fremont Street to two, 3,000 people a night in an open square, the other bands in that town, they're going to be upset, you know? So it's the locals. So yeah. to have somebody come on and come into what we're doing and play drums, dude, I'm very insecure about that because I don't want somebody coming in and trying to steal my job. I like my guys. I want to be in my band, you know? So it's got to be somebody you can trust. So I had a good, good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Scott McDowell. Okay. Oh, yeah. Scotty. He's out of uh, San Marcos, California, I believe is where they live now. And uh, uh, he's a really, really good friend of mine, you know, and he was a good friend of the band. And I put the idea to the guys. I asked Vinny and I asked the rest of the guys. And uh, I said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we bring him out 
dress him up like Eric Carr. And honestly, the idea really, I should backtrack and say it started about two or three years before that when we had a bass player named Rocco Fonzarelli. And Rocco uh, and the guitar player at the time, Randy Anthony, mm-hmm. Randy Rowe, I think, uh, he, uh, they had this friend named uh, uh, Nico Taylor. He plays the lead singer now in a ghost tribute called Ghost A.D., and uh, if you were at that show in Anaheim at the House of Blues, I think you saw him join us on stage. I do remember that, yes. It's, mm-hmm. uh, and at the, uh, he did it once at the slide bar, too. Though I don't know if it's the show you saw or not. But uh, uh, so he actually, uh, at, it was actually, I, you know what? All credit where it's due, this idea probably started, the seed was planted by Rocco, our old bass player. Because it was his idea, hey, what if we had Nico dress up as Eric Carr and come down and play a couple tunes? And so we did that a couple times, and then we shelved the idea, and it never happened for a while because we didn't want to turn it into a gimmick, you know? Um, but so I don't know if maybe that was in my head, you know, and that's where the seed came from. But uh, so I talked to the guys, and I said, why don't we bring Scott out? We suit him up, like, you know, and, and so I talked to Scott. Yeah. I said, would you be interested? And, you know, lucky enough, he was into the idea from the get-go. And he was basically like, dude, whatever, I'm I'm ride or die for you, man. Whatever it takes, man. If you want me to do that, I'm there for you. And so he came out. I believe he rehearsed with us once. And uh, we went and did the show. And, uh, yeah, he played some Eric Carr stuff. I figured it would only make sense. So I believe he played War Machine and Lick It Up. And then he came back out and grabbed my microphone and played cowbell for the encore <laughs> of Rock and Roll All Night. Right. Everyone. Fact, that's the video I was watching right before I did this podcast, Christian. It was from that, from that Anaheim show. Anaheim, show. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. the finale. It was a clip put out by our agent, Mr. Landon Gale George from Covert Agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up, Landon? Love what's you, man. Landon, and so he was taping the show, and uh, and it was that's what I was watching was the video of that man. I was just the crowd was awesome that night, wasn't it? Yeah, and no, what? that was a great crowd, and that's that's the that was the beauty was uh, you know the because yeah there was a there was a maiden tribute, and was there also Guns and Roses? I, I, I yes. Think, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So yeah. when you when you're in the restaurant part, you know those of us that had the Kiss shirts on we kind of congregated we, we none of us knew each other but it's like oh well we're going to be able to speak the same language so i met some cool people we talked Ooh, kiss. Yeah, kiss. Oh, yeah. ah, all kiss. and then it's like oh those are the maiden people nothing against maiden but we're not gonna we're not it gonna just got very tribal very yeah. fast yeah yeah so it's like we'll let them talk <laughs> you know that's fine that's their thing uh so uh, yeah that was that was a fun gig too and yeah that was weird because uh Right up until I think I was actually driving there, I thought that the House of Blues was still at Downtown Disney, and then I realized it's uh, uh, they moved it. But yeah. that new spot was great. Uh, yeah. One of the things I wanted to ask you specifically, Vinny, is by uh, being the star child in the band, that means that you not only have to sing like Paul Stanley, but you also get to do the stage raps like uh, you know. Uh, you, you people know. want a little bit of rock and roll, rock and roll pneumonia. You know, all that stuff. That and stuff. Now, do, what uh, what goes into choosing which ones you're going to do? Like, you're just like, okay, so this one from Kiss Alive, or from Kiss Alive, people want to hear that. Or, uh, you know, did you, uh, did you have, do you have like go-to ones? Like, well, I want to work this one in anytime I play. Well, like Dr. Love, like rock and roll pneumonia, you got to call out the doctor. 
Well, I think uh, it depends on the crowd because I always bounce off the crowd and it's all about the audience. Whatever the audience wants, if they're getting rowdy, then we kind of have to get rowdy back because they want they want to be entertained. So really depends, number one, on the crowd. The second thing is if you do something and it doesn't work quite right, then you quickly have to adjust to do something else to overwhelm him, overwhelm the audience, that is a little bit better than that flop that just happened. So it really depends on the audience. And it's all about the audience because without them, there is no show. That's the number one thing. And number two, if you're trying to synergize, because that's what it's all about. It's about the band playing and then the, the audience reacting. It's a synergistic, uh, almost a spiritual thing that's going. A Preach it, brother. Preach it. You Amen. Know, it's, you know, it's it's all together. We're all like raving together, and it's just it's awesome, and it's it's positive and upbeat, and and you sweat. And let me just throw this in: Jake, nobody slams like Jason Lee as the captain. Because <laughs> we've played with several drummers, like we just talked about, sure, and uh, nobody slams like this guy does. So I play it like it's the last day of my. Whoa! No! 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 <laughs> no, but uh, you know, a line from uh, to bring back uh, my my boss Dennis Miller. I forget where I first heard him say this, but, uh, but he, yeah, he beat those drums like they owed him money. Nice, I love it. So All right. drums like I owed him money, babe. Yeah, but back to uh, the the uh, what is maybe the the hardest Paul Stanley vocal to try to recreate like there's an era in his career where like you know like in the 80s sort of some of the tours we're talking about where it's like I, I don't even know what he was thinking it's almost like he used up some of his vocal range in like 1988 by just yeah like crazy eight crazy nights man Woo. crazy yeah, nights and, and sort of that opening to heavens on fire that you know not the way it is on the record the way you would do it live it's just like all right, you're showing off now, but you know, and now that he's like almost 70, he's like, oh, maybe I should have saved some of that. So is there one that you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta really pace myself or is it sort of like how, you know, the Beatles used to always do twist and shout last because uh, John Lennon would throw out his voice on there. So is there, is there something where it's like, I have to do this before a Gene song or before Beth or before a break? Is there something that you think of like, this is a hard, I gotta save it for the right spot in the set. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think for me, the longer that we perform, the more warmed up I get. Sure. So I would say that the biggest thing for me is I got to make sure we don't do too many of those vocal acrobats in a row, you know, like three in a row kind of thing. Yeah, sure. I got to stay away from that. As long as I can pace it, you know, one me and one gene, you know, if you pace it like that or two me, one gene you or throw, two me, two gene. Throw, you know, you got to space it. Yeah, throw a shock me in there maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest thing. Because um, some of those songs, you know, are very um, – there's some, there's some stuff in there that I don't yeah, even know like what I'm so doing. Songs that I can't imagine you guys doing, but like uh, what is it? It's a, uh, Fight Hell to Hold You. There's like ones where he just he hits these notes. I was thinking of that same song, actually. Yeah, it's really yeah. like all of Crazy Nights where you're just like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess 
I guess he was just trying to, you know, be competitive in that era. And he's like, sure. he's like, look, I can Ronnie James Dio just as well as Ronnie James Dio can. You know? Right. And I, oh, he yeah. had it, man. He could yeah. nail those notes. I think, uh, you know, just for the record, I think Paul Stanley is probably underrated as a vocalist. I, I would say. I, I think he is. If he doesn't get the credit, that's due. Yeah, if not the greatest rock and roll vocalist, he is he is a- absolutely top three in my book. Yeah. I mean, he's he's awesome. Um, to listen to some of those recordings, the first thing I, I, I said to myself is, dang, can I do that? That that's friggin' awesome. Yeah. I mean, just awesome some of the stuff he does. And to be honest, you know, when we're executing it, we're so into the audience that I gotta look at the tape afterwards. Did I hit that right? Yeah, you know, you know I, what? and I got to sure. say something here. I got to interrupt. Vinny is like, you know, it's hard to if you look at it as a Kiss fan back, like in in Paul Stanley's singing style, it evolved. You know, yeah. there was the early kind of more bluesier, swagger kind of a "Do you feel robbed?" You know, that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the the '80s stuff where, like you say, it was a very acrobatic. You know, you. The Steve Perry syndrome, you know, well, I can yeah. hit that, I can hit a higher note, well, I can hit a higher note, you know, yeah. so it was driving it that way, you know, and then yeah. uh, when he came back in like the 90s with like revenge starting there and, and moving into, you know, Psycho Circus and stuff where it was more of a warmer, like, you know, when Page and Plant came out and Plant mm-hmm. had his lower tone and it was more warmer. So there's yeah. like three or four different eras to his voice. So yeah. being able to be in a tribute band and cover those different eras of his voice and not make it sound like one era of Paul Stanley like this is how Paul Stanley sang those songs here no right Vinny sings those songs when he sings the early songs it sounds like early Paul when he sings the later songs it sounds like later Paul and that's hard work that's a lot of hard work and I got to give him credit you know uh, yeah. yeah well you know the, and the thing is, I, I got to bring it back. The audience, they don't care. They just want to hear it. They want those yeah. songs. They want to rock and they want to do it with us. That's right. They want just certain Just don't pers- suck. <laughs> there are yeah. certain songs that we have to do. Otherwise, yeah. they're not having a good time. Yeah. yeah and, you know, look, it's uh, also if, if you're going to do a song and you don't do it the way people expect to hear it, that's disappointing. I mean, look, that yeah. that's the case with actual performance when you're playing iconic music yeah when i went uh like when i saw the police on the reunion tour and they did roxanne and he doesn't and sting didn't hit that roxanne note even once he didn't go anywhere i saw that about two or three weeks ago i saw that whole concert man Roxanne. yeah it's like yeah it's like if uh it's like if if like wayne newton decided to do a, a police review you know, it's just the, they just changed the text. You t- said that. Like, I didn't say that. You didn't say it. I did. And I was just like, <laughs> it, it was like the Vegas lounge police. <laughs> and, and I think my thought was like, well, at least, at least Elvis Costello opened, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but to be fair, it was cool to see the police. But I was just like, oh, man, they don't. Need-. And, you know, look. Paul Paul has to make adjustments to the way he sings now. A lot of guys. What's so funny about peace, love, and <laughs> right, understanding? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But 
Uh, so I always think it's great though. And I, you know, uh, I, I love Paul's voice. And like I said, I love the, the stage raps just as much. I mean, oh, me you, know, too. you were talking about and what we, even yeah. just the way we play the music, honestly, when you come to the shows and you know this, cause you've seen us play, we play it like we mean it. And we played a little faster than the studio versions, which when they were young and hungry, that's how they played, man. It yeah. was at warp yeah. speed, man. And we're going to just pummel you with this rock and roll madness, dude. Absolutely. They played it a little faster, well, then it had more of a sense of urgency. And, dude, I play it like it's my, you know, literally, like it's the last time we're ever going to get to do it, man. We, yeah. we play it like we mean it. So right. we purposely play it a little faster than yeah. it would normally be. My, we purposely do that because I, I think it just, it gives it a, a sense of, of, you know, oh, drive. It's, it's energy. It's total yeah. energy that way. Yeah, for me, for the for the actual band for Kiss, that uh, I think my favorite recording of theirs is uh, the Animalized Live on Center, which was an MTV concert in Detroit. I was just gonna say they that played, they played everything so fast. Eric Carr is just destroying the drums, and it's just like yeah. you know they you feel like they play like Detroit Rock City in like ninety seconds because they play it so fast. I guarantee you, I know what Vinny's thinking in my, and Vinny knows what's in my brain right now. What we've just been up to about a week or two ago that you don't know about yet. Well, yeah, yeah. I, well, that is a great way to bring it back to Friday when uh, you guys will be uh, streaming live. Uh, and that's on Facebook, right? I mean, I, that's Facebook. where it's going to be streaming live on Facebook. It's going to start 7.30 PM out here in California time. Yep, uh, it's going to be on Facebook Live. Yeah, it's going. To, the website is uh, Facebook.com/slash/kissedalive. That's K-I-S-S-E-D alive. Because as Vinny says, you're not truly alive until Vinny, you've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Facebook.com/slash/kissedalive, and we'll have it going live around 7:30 Pacific yeah. time. Uh, it's from the studio here at Villa Bonsal, uh, and I. It's, uh, we've, we've, you know, we've got some tricks up our sleeve and stuff, you know, yep. but I, uh, uh, what we've been, uh, we, we, I don't know if it's coming out or not, but, uh, well, can we let the cat out of the bag just a little bit, Vinny? Sure, bit? sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, uh, as you can see, I am in, uh, oh. I am in a recording studio. Yes. Okay. And, uh, we like behind me, let's see. There's, there's a base cabinet. Let's see. Yeah. I think we got what is that? Marshall over there? Is that some Marshall action going on? Oh, there's another Marshall right there. There's some Marshall right there, dude. Yeah. So uh and do you see all around them are these things? What are these things right here? It's a microphone, right? Yeah. So all around everything here in this recording studio is microphone so that would lead one to believe that possibly kissed alive is recording things you're gonna hit the record button yeah. and i will tell you about one song in particular that we're working on that i cannot wait till it comes out we are working on uh uh a version of war machine and we literally pulled the tempo from the exact show you just mentioned. I purpose I had to campaign for that too because not everybody agreed that it should be mock speed on that, you know, warp speed. But yeah. I had yeah. to sell it and uh I did a pretty good job selling it. 
And yeah. uh, I did. And so we we play. That's my favorite version of that song, dude. It's absolutely, uh, yeah. Twice as fast as the original, although the original, when you hear it, it's like John Bonham playing for Kiss, man. It's amazing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And it was perfect. But, dude, that, it was like, it was almost thrash metal, dude. They were just like, dude, yeah. so that's what we modeled it after, that very show, dude. Yeah, and I think I, I, I think that's Bruce Kulick's first full show. Like, I think he did half a show before that. And you're just like. Really? I didn't know so, that. Are yeah, you serious? So, I, I'm he pretty played sure. It like he had been playing it his yeah. entire life. Right, exactly. And like Bruce, you rule. They're all so tight, and everything's so great in that show. And I, I just love how fast they play it. So the idea, the idea that that is, is even an inspiration for anything, is of course uh, very exciting. Uh, as is the whole thing that uh, you guys are doing on Friday, as we mentioned, yep. uh, the twenty second. I don't want to. I don't want people to forget though that. Uh, it wasn't just us. We got a partner in this, man. Yes. Uh, we were supposed to play that night at Camp Land on the Bay, and we can't, obviously, so they got involved, and they are helping us. So mm -hmm. I really can't understand. I don't want to sit here and sound like a sin. No. I tell you, these people are helping us put this show on, and when 20,000 people want to sit there and watch us play, you know, these guys are like, dude, we're going to help you do that, and they have. So... Mm -hmm. You know, it, uh, you know, let's be, you know, let's show them the love, people. You know, if you like what we did, if if what we're doing in the studio is is cool and you like the what we're doing, go and thank them because they made it possible for us to do this. So, right. you know, campland.com is their website. I'm sure they got some merch, you know, buy a Campland t-shirt until you can go and camp there. And when you can camp right. in Southern California, go there. It's, I got to tell Amazing. you, the night, I'm going to tell you just a little bit about the night that I had my heart attack on stage. It was at Camp Land on the Bay, okay? And there was like probably maybe a thousand people all out on the lawn. Yeah. In the back, it's literally on the edge of Mission Bay. It's on the edge of a bay in California. Mm -hmm. So there's water just beyond the stage. And then beyond that is like behind you, you're seeing the fireworks of SeaWorld, California. Uh, it's, you've got, people in bicycles and they've got glow sticks on the wheels so you've got like this it's almost like being in the middle of the electric light parade at disneyland because when they're driving their bicycles in the background on the trail by the water's edge you see these little neon wheels going like this and they're all oh, yeah. waving those big inflatable glow sticks and and here i am starting to you know it's starting to happen you know what i mean it's just it was the most it's it's a crazy thing, man. And these guys took such good care of me, man. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, they were, you know, they, 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 they got people to help me quick. They took care of me. They cleared the way so that I could get out to the gate. And as the, I remember when I got on the ambulance, they were taking me away. Uh, you know, uh, what I remember when they opened the backstage door to put me on the gurney, I remember hundreds of people outside our dressing room door because you know by then word had spread about what was going on and so they were all worried about it and stuff and so i remember when the the ambulance left i remember people like smacking the side of the of the ambulance and just shouting like i love you you know and 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 we're with you and and you're you know it's, it's like i mean just showing love man and and their staff made sure everything was cool and 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 they've been nothing but kind since man those guys are awesome dude and and 
we'll play there forever, dude. Those guys are awesome. And the fact that they would come and help us and get involved and say, we're going to help you play that show, man. I, yeah. Those guys are awesome. And I, I got a lot of love for them. Uh, their staff out there is one of a kind, dude. So uh, I, can't, I can't say it enough. And I'll shout it from the rooftops. If you like what we're doing on Friday night, you go and visit Campland and tell them thank you when you're in California, man, because those guys are cool. Totally. Well, well put. Oh, yeah. uh, did you know we got a couple of new guys in the band, Mr. Christian? I, I uh, think that uh, you had mentioned that when we were trading messages. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the last time I really sat down and recorded anything was two years ago at that, uh, oh. that uh, Ontario Comic Con revolution, whatever. Right. Uh, and there's uh, some different uh, guys in the band now, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got On uh, lead guitar, we have Mr. Casey Trask, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Case what Case Frilly. Yes, baby. Case, Case Frilly. <laughs> uh, who is a man who has probably like, I think he's in like probably 20 bands at this point. Uh, um, he's in like three or four bands. Uh, Amazing, world-class guitar player. Uh, he's in a San Diego metal band called Cage. They're amazing. They've been flying the heavy metal flag for, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe two decades? Yeah. Close to it, 15, 20 years. Um, then he's in a band uh, with our other new guy, uh, Mr. Matt Smith. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Mr. Matt Smith uh, plays in, uh, let's see, he's in a band with Casey called Monarch. Okay, they're a local metal band, yep. and then Casey is also in a band. I don't know if you've heard of the band called the Three Tremors, and the Tremors, yeah, loosely based on the concept of the Three Tenors uh, right. in uh, you know opera, right? But they're yeah. metal, and they're they shake metal. the foundation of the earth, so they cause I tremors. Red, <laughs> they're incredible, and, so, uh, and they have three lead singers because it's the Three Tremors, right? Tremors. And uh, uh let's see they have uh his name escapes me but the guy that sings for a band called jag panzer right mm -hmm. they have sean peck the guy that sings for uh cage and then they have uh ripper owens the guy who sang for judas priest when uh halford was not in the band yeah. and uh did here's a did you know he's the guy that they made the movie Rockstar with marky mark about yeah uh, that uh that that rock star movie was supposed to be his story and then judas priest the metal like, god said you can't use my name you can't use our, our name you can't use our music you can't use anything wasn't that the original title of the movie the metal god uh I, I, yeah you know what i actually don't know that would make sense if I it believe was that yeah. was the working title of the movie it was supposed to be called the metal god yeah. Rob said no yeah, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, and look, that's a fun movie. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. But the yeah, idea they've got this band the called the Three Trimmers, and yeah. Casey plays lead guitar for those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and which actually does a lot to explain why we get people watching us from different continents because they're Casey Trash fans. That's right. <laughs> but now they're Kiss Live fans. Right. Exactly. No, and they're not. They're Kiss fans. Well, yeah. yeah, but you know, look, hey, that that includes uh, that all falls under the umbrella of being a Kiss fan is uh, checking yep. out that show, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's how I found you guys in the first place, you know, because of that. Actually, because of that show at uh, Saint Rock, that was, you know, and I got in touch with you uh, about that. I remember that show very well. And I remember yeah. meeting you. That was a fun yeah. night. 
That was great. So, uh, and I'm looking forward to look since we're since we're not going anywhere like that. Uh, you guys will all be uh, on stage. Uh, you. Clearly, clearly, a very safe distance apart from one another as you were the last time. So, for sure, yeah, at yeah. least six feet. Yeah, get in the car, baby. Kiss Alive is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hopefully, before www.facebook.com/slash Kiss Alive. Friday night, 7.30 Pacific time, you are going to get three sets of Kiss. Oh, did I mention, it's not just going to be 90 minutes worth of music, Mr. Christian. We're yeah. going to play three sets that night, and set two is going to be an unplugged set. So we're going to play some rock and roll, plugged yes. in style. Then we're going to get some unplugged stuff, uh, like we do on the TV news shows. And then we're going to come back and blow the roof off the place. I love right. it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the Kiss on uh, the Kiss Unplugged album. I thought it was great. Uh, there's uh, some genius. I love them opening up with Coming Home. Yeah, some great versions. Uh, and I've I've seen them uh, at the mm, San Manuel Casino. They did a couple of acoustic shows, and uh, both wait, of them wait, started with Kiss. The, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. played San Manuel. Yeah, well, that's funny. Yeah, but I, I saw them do acoustic shows. Yeah. It was it was back for like the minute that they owned an arena football team. It was like tied into exactly. that because it was a sponsor. And I'll, uh, I'll tell yeah. you one one funny uh, one night where uh, we kind of like you know the streams crossed a little just a little bit. Um, we were playing at an awesome casino out in Indio called uh, Spotlight Twenty Nine, and yeah. they had this proper showroom out there. It was real rad. And they ran billboards and stuff. And uh, I was going out the night before to hook up with our guitar player and stay in the suite that he had rented nearby because he had a two-bedroom suite. Whatever, you know, it must be nice, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, so he said, hey, man, you want to come out and uh, kick it with me, man? I got a jacuzzi and whatever. And uh, he literally had a jacuzzi on the patio of his suite. And from the front desk when I arrived, they had to take me there on a golf cart. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, so I went out there and I'm driving across the desert, you know, uh, the Indio desert, like Coachella Valley and all that stuff. And I'm driving across the desert on the 10 freeway at night, you know, and it's real, just perfect weather for driving across the desert at night, you know, and there's a series of billboards out there. Well, we were hired uh, to play that casino because the very next night kiss was playing at uh, a nearby casino. Um, the very next night. And uh -huh. so these guys thought, well, people are going to be staying in town. They're going to be at our casino anyways, probably staying at the hotel. Let's give them a party beforehand and right. let's hire a Kiss tribute, right? That's not the only time that's happened, too. So I'm yeah. driving across the 10 Desert and I see uh -huh. a Kiss billboard, you know, for uh, the casino that they're, the big, huge billboard, Kiss coming, you know, and, and there's, uh, there's Kiss. And then five minutes later, I came across a billboard for our show at, uh, it was an electronic billboard and it was changing. But right as I started to drive by, I saw ours just before it changed. We were on there. So I literally pulled over, not on the outside shoulder like a rational human being. I pulled over on the inside shoulder by the meridian of the of 10 freeway. And I waited with my camera till it came back around again, trying to take a picture. But it wouldn't, every time it would get close and it would go on there, the autofocus happens. Oh, of course. It like, it's like trying to take a picture of the sun. It goes negative. So it screwed it up. 
And so I waited for three times. I've got people honking at me as they go by, dude. What's the matter with you, man? I'm like, you don't understand, man. I've never had a billboard before. What's the matter with these people? Don't they get it? Oh, God. What can I say, right? But it, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. So seeing our billboard and the Kills billboard in the same five-mile stretch yeah. of freeway was, uh, was kind of fun. And not for nothing, they have a billboard on the side of their building that's like a banner. You know, it's like a vinyl banner, but it's the size of a full-on billboard, which is like the si half of a roof of a small house, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I got it in my mind, what are they going to do with it? They got to throw it away. No one's going to keep it. It's not like Kiss. It's just some tribute yeah, band. Yeah. No one's going to want yeah. that. So right. I asked him, uh, can I have it? And they said, uh, yeah, you can have it. Show up two weeks afterwards. You got to drive back out there and get it. So two weeks after the show, I drove back out there, and the nice folks at Spotlight Casino uh, gave me that billboard. Wow. And then the yeah. next time we played Campland, to bring it back around to Campland on the Bay, the next right. time we played Campland, we put that billboard up on the front of the stage as a drop curtain. So when we opened to Psycho Circus, we had that all over the front of the stage, and then as we started the show, it drops down, and boom, here's us clowns. Uh, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's got to be great. I can't imagine storing a, a billboard that large, but uh, it looks like I'm sure you've got it the space. Up. Oh, there you that's go. why I had to come out here to Villa Bonsal, man. I needed a couple of acres of room so I could store my kiss toys. <laughs> well, uh, I want to thank uh, both of you for uh, staying up late and uh, talking kiss yeah. and specifically kissed alive. Very excited mm -hmm. for Friday, the 22nd yeah. at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. And look, if people miss it live, uh, just like last time, they can find it after the fact. So That's right. uh, it'll still be there, but uh, hopefully everybody can uh, be there and uh, you know join in in the chat, so it'll be fun. Uh, I'm, looking forward, it. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys th uh, that night. And hopefully before too long, we'll get to uh, chat before a show when, you know, wh whether it's the drive-in show we're talking about or maybe uh, back at the – the slide bar in Fullerton. Who knows when the next time? Yeah. Will be. But I, I appreciate it. And obviously, people can follow Kiss the Live. You said Facebook.com/slash Kiss the Live. I know it's at Kiss the Live on Twitter, uh, so yeah. they can uh, and and Kiss the Live.com, unless I'm mistaken. Absolutely, yes. that's yeah. right on. You so got it. it. If they want to email us, they can email us at Kiss the Live at Gmail.com. You know, they just uh, Google it, baby. Put those digits in and Google me, man, and uh, just uh, find the band. And we want to talk to you guys. We will. Uh, you know, we're going to be uh, grabbing sponsors for our next series of shows. So if anyone else wants to get involved, send us a message, man. We're going to yeah. come out and play, dude. We're, we yeah. are going to continue to play rock and roll. It's important, man. Right. People want to hear you play. So you know what? If people want to hear us play, we're going to bring it out. Well, right. uh, I, I hope that uh, there are live shows again soon, like I said. But if you're doing another one of these at some point before too long, uh, I'd like to put the bug in your ear now that I'd like to hear the oath the first song from music from the elder so the oath really well, oh okay yeah the, uh, the oath, i well i i's great too i i'm either one of those is fine uh world, about, world that, that without heroes great. yeah that's that, that could work its way into an acoustic set uh but only if we get to wear the capes man i'm logging yeah. i'm lobbying for the next costume change to be the capes man well then I, I, 
But then the uh, the but if if you're gonna do with the elder outfits, then Vinny, you're gonna have to have sort of that that weird like short hair wig for Paul. I have the bob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll work it out. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll work Actually, all that. Out. Kind of a throw, a little small, little, a little like, bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminds me? I remember the greatest American hero. That's oh, kind sure. of what he. <laughs> yeah, a little throw, huh? Okay, yeah. we'll work on it. All right. Well, Vinny's um, Italian. He could probably get a little curly hair going. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again to uh, Jason and Great Vinny, talking and to you, man. Please check out the show Friday night, and uh, we look forward to checking it out. And uh, we will talk to all of you next time on The Blackout.